a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God as they live in community with one another. Welcome back, ladies. So you are joined by your lovely host, Emily. And I am the founder of Redefined Sisters, and I am missing my good friend Whitney today, but we just wanted to recap this amazing series, and we'd love to hear what God has done in your own heart um, over this sacred art series, so the sacred art of becoming a healthy church member. So I'm going to briefly just um, conclude this series with summarizing what we have talked about so far, and so... Jesus is truly the reason. The gospel should be the forefront of our hearts and our minds in this series when we talk about the local church, right? The the Lord Jesus Christ has redeemed us, and he has redeemed the church, and we are continually being formed more into the image of him by remaining connected to our local church families. And as the body of Christ, he has truly redeemed us from our sin, our brokenness, um, burdens that um, we continually carry, ladies. He is calling us to lay that at his feet, to lay those, to lay everything at his feet. So we are that bride of Christ when we place our faith and trust in Jesus. If you have more questions or you just want to talk about this more with a pastor, we encourage you to first and foremost cultivate a good relationship with your pastor, right? He's called to shepherd, lead, counsel, and guide you. And so we want to point you towards the local church always and first and foremost. But if you don't have a pastor, we encourage you to talk to a trusted friend. So let's just briefly go over what we talked about in this series. So we talked about the four marks of a healthy church. We want you to walk in community with a local body of believers So when you're looking for a local church, or if you've been visiting different local churches in your area and you're trying to plant roots and become a member, here's what to look for. Teaching the Bible, is this their primary authority to shepherd, lead, and guide the church? Leadership. Are the pastors, elders, and deacons faithfully leading the church? Sacraments. Remembering what Jesus has done is so important and what he continues to do in the lives of believers. So we take the Lord's Supper, hopefully on a regular basis, with our local church. And I do this at my own church, but I pray that you find a church that does this regularly. This looks different for various churches, but we just pray that you remember what Jesus has done, right? Like you confess your sin um, amongst brothers and sisters in Christ, right? So you can find healing, reconciliation, redemption um, with your relationships and your own life. And so the gospel, does the gospel transform us and the people around us, right? Does the truth of what Jesus has done and continues to do in light of eternity shape our church theology, discipleship, and big events that we host at our churches? So in part two, Whitney and I talked about becoming a healthy church member. So we want you to grow in your relationship with Jesus. We want you to walk with him while serving the local church. So we talked about spiritual gifts using your gifts to serve and edify the church discipleship are you actively discipling another woman 
service? Are you serving the church as wise stewardship of the grace given to us in Christ? The gospel. Are you being changed by the gospel, which means that we are sincerely desiring that others will come into a saving knowledge of Jesus and live in obedience to him? So we encourage you this year to share the gospel with at least one other woman. And Whitley talked about opportunities to serve your local church. We talked about several things. We talked about clothing markets and maps, moms and preschoolers gathering together and fellowshipping and being encouraged because motherhood is hard, right? And so we talked about BBS, fall festivals, women's Bible studies, and regularly inviting your friends and family to worship with you, right? Uh, we are not to be isolated. We are to share our faith with others. We are to invite our neighbors, our coworkers, um, women that we meet at the grocery store, right? We are to be living out the gospel in the sphere of our everyday life and the opportunities that God gives us. So I want to end our time putting the gospel at the forefront of our hearts and minds. Isaiah 53, verses 5 through 6. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, ladies. And by his scourging, we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, but the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. Ladies, Jesus loves you, right? This is what um, Isaiah is saying, that he took upon um, our sin and he was crushed for it, right? He was pierced for our transgressions. And we have all turned to our own way, but the Lord in his abundant mercy and loving compassion has brought us back into fellowship with the Father. We thank Jesus for that beautiful gift where we can spend eternity with God the Father, worshiping and praising his name forever. So ladies, don't forget to download the guide that goes along with this series. Um, Jordan has done such an incredible job putting this together. She is one of our leaders here at Redefine Sisters. She is amazing. I just spoke with her on the phone today, and she's so creative. I wish I were that creative, but I'm not. <laughs> so we need gifted friends in our lives. And so don't forget, in February, we are starting the beautiful and sacred motherhood series. So get excited. Get ready. It's going to be awesome. I don't want to give away all the deets yet, but it's going to be incredible. So I love you, ladies. bonus episode for last. Whitney is back with me. Hello. Hello, Whitney. And we're also joined by our good friend and redefined leader, Jordan. Hi, everyone. Before we jump into the conversation and topic for today, we have named this bonus edition Discipleship in Changing Seasons, and you'll hear more of our heart and the why behind this. But we want to talk about, before we jump into the conversation, our special giveaway. And it's over one of my favorite books on discipleship called Disciple Her by Candy Gallatin. And one that Whitney and I have been reading in our women's 
small world, and so I discovered this little gem while in seminary, and honestly, I simply can't put it down. So the other special surprise is we are gifting you ladies with this book and a redefined coffee mug. And after listening to this episode, you should head over to our Instagram page at Redefined Sisters and leave a comment on the most recent post with your name and then DM us on how you've been personally changed by discipleship and your biggest takeaway from the Sacred Art series for a chance to win these goodies. Okay, so I'm sure y'all are eager to know why we have brought you this bonus episode. When we recorded these first two episodes, our women's discipleship group was still meeting, but the Lord has recently directed us to take a break in this season, and that's perfectly all right. I want to read Luke 10, 38 through 42 with you. It says, while Jesus and his followers were traveling, he went into a town and a woman named Martha let him stay at her house. She had a sister named Mary. Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to him teach. But her sister Martha was busy doing all the work that had to be done. Martha went in and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are getting worried and upset about too many things. Only one thing is important. Mary has made the right choice, and it will never be taken away from her. When I read this, I'm reminded that there is a time and a season for all things. There is a time to clean the house and be busy, and there is a time to sit and bask in the Lord's presence. That is so good, Whitney. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think that's so important that I pray we would choose what Mary had done and that she just sat at the Lord's feet and she listened to his teaching. And honestly, what Martha was doing, she was still serving, but the Lord had called her to like take a step back and really make him the priority. And I think sometimes we walk through seasons like that where we have to take a step back and pray and seek the Lord, and that's perfectly okay. When I moved back to Houston, I stepped out of my previous discipleship group, and I really prayed the Lord would cultivate in me a deeper heart of discipleship and then also bring women that he would call me to lead and serve and disciple, and he was faithful to that. And so I think taking a step back and allowing him to work and allowing his timing to be perfect, and I think that's just so important. Um, And so I love this passage. Thank you for sharing it. You're welcome. So we are currently praying about co-leading a group together, not now, but in the fall. In this current season, we are seeking God through prayer and allowing him to faithfully lead and provide direction. Prayer and allowing God to lead you to the ladies he has for your small group and his timing is the best place to begin. And full surrender. That's our key word for the year. It is surrender. Surrender. <laughs> Pray with us that God would lead us to women and for God to send these women to us. I love the example of Jesus. He literally spent the whole night in prayer before.
before he selected the 12 disciples. Let's read Luke 6, 12 together. One day, soon afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. What a beautiful revelation that God has disclosed to us. A beautiful example of seeking the Lord and seeking for his, I'm sorry, asking for his guidance. Prior to us asking women to join us in this mission of making disciples. Let's read Matthew 28, 15 to 20. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's so beautiful, Whitney, that the really the commission that the Lord has given us of making disciples and baptizing them is not in our own strength. It's truly in his strength. And just a little disclaimer, ladies, we do have our kiddos with us, so you might hear some um, laughter or crying or, you know, anything in Arguing. between. <laughs> and that's okay. That's just uh, motherhood, so. <laughs> yes, it is motherhood. Amen. So, Jordan, we would love to know about your heart for discipleship. Are there women in your local church that you can prayerfully invest in? I know you recently expressed a desire uh, for discipling women around you. So we'd like to know, and I'm sure our audience would like to know, who has the Lord already put in your path? Do we all have areas of influence that God has given specifically to us? This requires faithful stewardship, and we will love to support you in prayer as you personally consider and seek out those women around you. So what has God Before we end our time together, let's each share our biggest takeaway from the series. So for me personally, it was the time and reflection and the hours spent researching this topic and reflecting back on how God has cultivated the heart of discipleship within my own heart. And it's truly been an incredible journey for me personally. I'm so humbled that he decided to use me in this way, honestly, and just cultivate this amazing heart of discipleship. So. Our most recent discipleship group actually began with a conversation I had with one of our other good friend, um, and so it kind of prompted this desire for discipleship, and so my other friend actually kind of started it with me, and she actually invited Whitney, so that's really cool, and honestly, we just simply prayed for more women to join us, and God was so faithful, and this is when I met Whitney, and as you can tell, the rest is history. So, Whitney, what about you? Um, so, I 
that this series, The Sacred Art of Becoming Healthy Church Member, has really been, um, it's just a lifetime of, I guess, being involved in the church and just seeing how it affects my life and others. I will say that, of course, there are seasons in each of our lives, and sometimes it includes loneliness. Um, after college, you might want to find a spouse, or you might want to start a family and quit your job, and you may find yourself in need of friends. We'll have birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, death, surgeries. Does anyone want to do these things alone? We can go down to the bar or maybe seek a laugh at the grocery store with someone. But when our first daily priority is the Lord, what better place can we find sincere fellowship than his house? Now, I will say that um, I personally was raised in the church by a single mother. But when I was 21, I actually went through a divorce and hit a very low place in my life. And this tragic life event was quickly followed by going off to college. And in college, I found myself feeling very unstable and even lonely. And God orchestrated very precious people, including my husband, to enter my life and, and really change the course of my path. And um, today, I'm happily married, married with children. And I work at and attend Cypress Bible Church, and I get to see firsthand how God is using the church to not only glorify himself, but for the unity of his people. And um, this is a community of believers who worship together, they study the word together, they laugh together, and they cry together. And I've never really seen any other type of community that's quite like it. It's real, it's personal, it's unconditional, and it's not something that you can really grasp online. It's something that you have to show up for. And um, it, I mean, when you show up for each other, you're saying that that other person is important. And, you know, we are a part of God's kingdom. We are the church. So it's such a, a big reminder um, when I listen to us talk about the sacred art of being a healthy church member. I love that, Courtney. I just got chills when you were talking. <laughs> so that's just incredible how God has worked in your life and cultivated in you a desire for the local church. And I love that you're serving on staff at our church, too. That's amazing. Um, if you know, yeah, if you know Whitney, she is so bright, so cheerful, and so it's just amazing seeing God use her in that way. Um, so, Jordan, we would love to hear from you as you share your biggest takeaway from this series. My takeaway from this series is that sex is addictive. It can lead to self-control, sexual violence, hypersexual And I really wanted the church rooted in the Word of God and the Bible. And I think we're at the right place. 
ladies, thank you so much for joining us for this bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Creative